The following podcast is a production of Hardly Awesome Studios in association with the network. Find us at BICBP-radio.com. You are about to embark on a journey. It is hardly awesome. Hello. Welcome to another episode of Hardly Awesome Podcast. Yes! I am Chris. I'm Anthony. And I am Jim. Welcome. <laughs> I don't know. There, I I'm still sorry, don't know. Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. <laughs> Anthony's choking on his own spit over there. Um, yeah, I still don't have a, a, a set Solid way intro, of bringing huh? us in, dude, because... Because I do other podcasts that I typically bring in, mm-hmm. and two of them sound the exact same way, and when I do that, I start to mess up what it is. You know what I mean? So, like, I'll be doing Out of the Shadows, okay? and I've done this, right, where I've gone, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Silence Your Phones. And on Silence Your Phones, I've done, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Out of the Shadows. Haven't Sean you, goes wrong. <laughs> haven't you done it where you've said Back Issues comic book podcast, too? Um, I did that back me. on hard, Hardly Awesome, oh, yeah. old Hardly Awesome days, for Jeez. sure. Yeah, we're back. It's another episode. Another week. Uh, let's jump right into our first segment, Get to Your Podcasters. Yes. So this week... Uh, Anthony, you, Anthony's looking like he's unprepared for it. Oh, <laughs> he's yeah. like, what the hell is this? What, what, okay, Anthony, what are we doing today for Get to Know Your Podcasters? What does it say in the in the it breakdown is, I sent? I, the, the breakdown that you sent, I didn't yeah. know that this is what you're going to call it. It's called Book of Questions. There you go. What else? What? Oh, we have something coming up later, later in the show. Is that what you think this is? Yeah, that's I think this is that. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, oh shit, man, I don't know what Book of Questions is. <laughs> I was like, I was like, is this what this is called? I don't know. <laughs> He's getting his notes out. Like, 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 oh, like, I ready. don't know I'm what like... I'm doing. Back in the original days of Hardly Awesome, um, I was starting to listen to another podcast called Speak Between the Lines. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's a great show. These three guys from Texas, uh, just they do what we do. They sit around and they chop it up. They don't have segments. They just talk about stuff. And then like they, oh, they're the ones that do the wins and losses yeah. for the week. Um, but what they used to do is once in a while they had this book that they talked about. It's called The Book of Questions. And they just go flip through it, find a question, ask it, and let it prompt the conversation. So I thought for our Get to Know the Podcasters, we'd use the same book. And I'm going to let people ah, know okay. where I got the idea because they should go check out that podcast. I think they still do new episodes, but it's it's random. Mm. You know, it's not weekly anymore. But those, I mean, it, it's great. Their back, uh, back catalog of episodes are, are great to listen to. Uh, some of them are timely, like you know what was going on in the world at the time. Some of yeah. them are just talk about like things that everybody needs to know and talk about, like handling your finances when you're mm. in your twenties and thirties, and like what they did and how they're thinking. You I know? could use that. Go back and listen to some episodes <laughs> because you listen to them and talk. You know, you hear other people's experiences through podcasts, and you go, "Huh, I never thought of that." Yeah, I'm think yeah, about yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah, so I decided we're going to use a question today. We're going to do a question off of this, okay. and that's what we're going how we're going to do the uh, get Word. to know your podcasters. So, uh, number thirty-seven. I just this is the one I just scrolled to. Got it. What was your best experience with drugs or alcohol, Ooh. Anthony? You go first. What was your fir- Ooh, best experience best with drugs experience. or alcohol? Oh, um. 
You don't have to. I mean, listen, you don't have. If there's things you don't want to divulge no, on no, this, I'm you just can trying, just I'm choose just, something. No, you know what I mean? There's, you need to divulge it, bro. Oh. This is a safe my, space. No, well, best. <laughs> that the well, entire world best. listens to. <laughs> my best experience? Yeah. I mean. Yeah, what was your best experience? Don't you? Can't you think of something? You know what? I think one of the first, one of my favorite times of of getting of uh, enjoying drugs or marijuana, we'll say, is uh, the special brownies. Or I'm sorry, not the special brownies. The special cookies incident. Where we ate you the thought edibles. that was the best? That was a good one. That was yeah. a really good one. I haven't felt like that in quite some time. Tell Jim about it. So Jim, <laughs> quite some time ago. Uh, back before I was smoking on the regular, <laughs> we had a Beeler day. Ah, okay. And I had two edibles. Uh, there were two cookies. Was this at end trip? No, this is post end trip. Yeah, okay. post end trip. Took a Beeler day. Um, took took two took two edibles. Bam, bam, right back to back first thing in the morning. Not pieces of. Uh uh-uh. uh. They were they were full, they were full, 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 full palm sized cookies. Okay, what was the milligram? Jay made them. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, homemade. That's all you need to say. Homemade. Um I I was really, really high for a good hour or so. We played some guitar, chilled great day. It was a really good high. And this was actually a big point of the the whole point that this was actually a really good a really good time is because this is the first time that I had been stoned in a very long time. So so, so it hit me really strong. <laughs> um, we had a gr- we had a great day, and then we ended up going to watch Batman, uh, Batman v Superman. Mm, okay, oh, that's right. The movie turned on, <laughs> and then I woke up at the very, very end <laughs> of the movie as Superman is flying with the giant spear. Oh and man! I like, <gasps> and I was like, my entire happened? day was Listen, gone. That's what he opens his eyes to, and he's like, <gasps> <laughs> and it was just one of those like, I've I've, I've never done anything other than smoking weed. But I mean, this is—I think—that is the closest I've ever felt to like tripping or drugs. Where you're like, "What the? F- what's going on?" Like, I had like shit, like moving slow motion. I was extremely paranoid. It was yeah, so dude. it was just and the sound all around. <laughs> it was, I think, one of the most potent experiences ever. I guess I think that. Um, I mean, an experience to come out of a coma to that. That's good. I don't know. I don't know. Most That's fun. That's hilarious. Dude. Apart from that, I mean, like, what about you, Jim? I don't know. All right, drugs so, or alcohol. Um, well, it involves both. Okay. Um, so I had just moved to LA mm-hmm. and Mike and I were going to uh, the Bills backers bar oh, for okay. a football game. Nice. Oh, that's good. Okay. So we get there, uh, we meet another buddy of his, Danny, and we meet, uh, uh, some other, other people there, these three girls. Right. And, uh, so we, we smoke before the game. We go in, I have a couple beers, halftime. We all go outside. We smoke in the car, come back in. I have another couple beers after the game. We go back out and we smoke again. And we're like, all right, let's go to the beach. And at this point, <laughs> I'm already feeling really what time fucking is this? good. Um, so we get to the bar Nighttime. at 8 o'clock in the morning. Late, I'm sure. In the morning? Yes. Because it's one 1 o'clock oh, game here. It starts duh. at 10 a.m. Yeah, there. So we're at the bar at 8 o'clock. No, okay. So we're smoking and drinking already starting at 8 o'clock, right? Yeah. So then the game, so we're maybe early afternoon, maybe okay. like noon, 1230. We get to the beach, right? And we go to okay. a bar there. And uh, we smoke before we go up to the bar. I have a Long Island iced tea, and uh, two of the girls ordered these the giant fishbowl drinks, and they couldn't finish them. So I finished them for them. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. And then we go down to the beach, and we smoke some more, and I, I just felt so fucking good, dude. 
And I, um, so Mike walked off with the one girl and they were talking. Danny walked off with Kiki and they're actually married now, which is funny. Yeah. And that's where they met. Uh, really? Wow. Wow. Me and this other girl left there and she was sitting up on the beach, but I was just so far gone that I was just down at the waterline, walking back and forth in the water, smiling and laughing to myself. Dude, I was so fucking happy. And I had just gotten to LA. So everything was on the horizon, dude. Yeah. So like I was just picturing everything that could be and where we could all go and where we could get ourselves, you know, and I could see it clear as fucking The world day, was dude. yours, dude, at that time, yes. right? And it was such a good feeling. Um, it was great. And I'll never forget that. But that's my, that's probably my that's best awesome. experience. Yeah. Uh, mine was probably the first time I tried MDMA. Ah, that's okay. probably the, the, the best experience I had. Um, it was with, so I, the girl I was dating at the time had done it before. And we were going to all have a party. This kind of, her friends were coming in from out of town. These, these girls that she'd gone to high school with or college with. Okay. And so they used to go to, to the, the, the raves and shit back in the day. So, um, when they were coming into town, she was like, I'm going to get some of that and we're going to all have a good time in my apartment, hang out though. We'll have music going and lights and all that stuff. I was like, cool. And uh, we did. We, you know, the first time I ever had it, it was just regular MD. It was a powder form. It mm-hmm. came in a capsule. And uh, they're like, so you, the way they did it, they put peanut butter on bread, sprinkled all the, the, the powder, powder on it, it, put the bread over, and just ate the sandwich down. And so there's a thing in, when you're doing MDMA, it's called blowing up. Okay. Right? That's when the, you start feeling the effects. It's called yeah. blowing up because it legit feels like from the center of you outward. There's this rush, this kind of like this weird expanding feeling. That's weird. Okay. It's almost a head rush too. And it can be so intense that if you're not ready for it, it legit can make you feel sick to your stomach. Like you're like, Uh, whoa, like, 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 like you ate a lot of food and then went on a roller coaster mm, mm. Yeah, and you puke (laughs) (laughs) and you feel good the rest of the night, dude, like the rest of the night. It was like all my senses were were magnified. Like the my sense of touch, it, well, I could like it was like all my nerve endings were activated that, and my brain was connected to all of them, so that I could feel like everything felt different than it normally does in real life. Like it felt like what everything feels like in real life is our senses are dulled, but on that it felt like holy crap! I could feel like the slight little pores in this surface. You know what oh. I mean? Um, the music, forget about it, bro. I could hear every instrument of everything playing all at the same time like i could hear the music as a whole but i could hear all of them like each of their pieces um it was like it was insane like colors were much more vibrant and brighter you know what i mean Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. things were more like holy shit and it this it does this thing though where you like you want to close your eyes a lot like because it's just like this feeling of like holy shit this is insane and your eyes kind of roll back in the back of your head a little (laughs) bit just kind of like this you're just like holy shit this is so nice you're just doing this the whole time that's why they call it rolling because your eyes kind of roll back a little Uh, okay um never knew that (laughs) yeah dude so that was probably my my best experience with drugs or alcohol Alcohol is like you could have fun with that, right? But you could also not have fun with that. See, it's yeah. something like that. Be- and drugs too. You could have a yeah, bad you experience. Have a horrible with drugs, trip, but- dude. So I'll say this one. Um, thinking about that, oh, a little bit better because I. I, I don't really oh, you're have, changing I don't, your story now. Yeah, I, I will change my story. So it's too late. 
No, it's too late. Oh, too late. If I ever, if I ever have to oh, go to court, I'm not calling you as a witness. Save it because you never know. We, that might come back later. But th- that was this is just for people to Fair get enough. to know us. That was a story about us. We're okay. gonna keep the segment short this week, so it's not going too long. We got a lot Good. to talk about later. Sorry, guys. Yes, I'm we do. <laughs> <laughs> so my best experience with drugs is like actually right now. It's amazing. <laughs> I'm having a great time. I'm speaking with an upward inflection, and I don't know why. <laughs> Oh God, no! That was fun. Um, Let's go on. So it it said good, uh, your best experience, and then after it, it said and your worst. But we're not going to get into those. Okay. That'll be a that's a whole other oh, like whole other story. So uh, yeah, we'll bring that back once in a while. The book like of that. questions. Okay, book of questions. It could be a main topic episode too. Dun, dun, dun. But yep. today it was about getting to know your podcasters and their drug habits. <laughs> All right. With that though, uh, let's get to know our weeks. Let's do our weekly check in. Oh. Jim, what's up? What are you doing this week? What's going on? What's going on? What um, have you got? Nothing, uh, dude. I got one last well, one last Christmas present to get, and I've looked at multiple stores, and I can't seem to find the type I am looking for. Um, what I'm looking for is for my dad. Um, I'm looking for like a, a winter beanie, but like with the brim on it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, because uh, he he would like one of those when we go out hiking in the woods on cold days. Um, but I don't know. I haven't been able to find the the right one. Have you went to Sierra yet? I was just there yesterday. Fuck. Yeah, I know. I know. I've been to uh, LL Bean, Sierra, and um, Eddie Bauer. Nothing. Nothing. Um, other than that, nothing, dude. Just hanging out, chilling, relaxing, maxing all cool. Um, Shooting some b-ball outside of the school. Well, not in this weather. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, getting we got ready for Christmas. Snow. Getting ready for Christmas because I celebrate Christmas. We're recording today. Today's the beginning mm-hmm. of Hanukkah, so wish Amber a happy Hanukkah. Yep. Yes, uh, happy, happy Hanukkah, Hanukkah to any of our Jewish listeners. Yep. Um, Actually, have to go do that later tonight. What's yeah, that? No, light we the menorah? Gotta, we gotta, we, yeah, we got to go light the menorah with her mother. We're going to oh, make nice. gingerbread cookies tonight. Nice. What's um, uh, oh, you got? Did you get her something for tonight? Isn't it eight eight days of presents? Eight crazy nights, man. Isn't it right? Don't you give we, each other presents? We, we every do night? one for we do one for Hanukkah. And then we'll do Christmas. Oh, we so don't you don't do, do the no. eight crazy nights? Dude? No, because I don't do eight pre- eight days, and then because then she'll expect Christmas. Uh, Anthony, well, like, cheapskate. Yeah. Well, That's no, what you get. no, you tell her. You say, look, yeah. Which one are we celebrating? Which this one year? are we celebrating? And you that's guys should, you should because do. you celebrate Christmas, she celebrates Hanukkah. You should go on and off. Every oh, other that's year. a good idea. Why don't you do that? No, because then it would ask her not to celebrate hers, and if she really wants to celebrate hers, then the way it should go is. Eight days, he gets her the little things for eight days, and then when Christmas comes, she gets him stuff, and that's it. Eight presents. It's like their it's like their religious birthdays. Yeah. So you don't you don't she you don't you know she doesn't buy you something on her birthday, right? You just get her something on her birthday. Yes. So you get her stuff for her her religious celebration here, and then when it's yours, she gets for you. I think so that's you don't only get fair. It. She, she, you don't get I it. She, pra- right. she she celebrated both Christmas and Hanukkah. It's not allowed. And when you get married, that's when you decide what we're doing. Well, here's the thing. You're gonna so if you have children, you're gonna raise them both Christmas and 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 Hanukkah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So when they grow up, are they going to raise their kids with Christmas and Hanukkah? Is that the point? That's up like, to them. Yeah, that's up to them. That's up to them. Yeah. That's not for him to decide. Yeah. Okay. Amber will will be doing Hanukkah with our kids and her mother until. Maybe that that's just, that's just we will. So that, when they're children, though, you're going to do the eight nights and you're going to do Christmas. Yeah, but Hanukkah right? get Hanukkah gifts are traditionally right. We're usually smaller, more like chachi, right? Gifts, which is why yes. how could which is why I'm wondering you're not doing why you're not doing it now. 
Because it's just small, dude. Why would it just because, because no, you know what he said, dude? He goes, because then she'll expect Christmas too, meaning I don't want to have to do all of it. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Because it, it's like I don't blame you. No, no. Was, that's the thing. We I, I, I talked about it back when we first got together. I was like, oh, you do Hanukkah? She goes, yeah. But I go, okay, so we just do like eight days or how do I do that? And she goes, no. She goes, because we just do Christmas. <laughs> I go, oh, okay. Oh, okay. So but, then but like, you don't do Hanukkah. So we, you just we, like the menorah. We like the menorah. We still do all that. We don't We don't exchange eight days of gifts. We'll do just one for the first day. Do you know the story behind the menorah thing and why they don't. write it? <gasps> you call yourself a Jewish person. Anthony. I'm married to one. But why don't you know? Not. Why don't I'm you know the story behind it? Does, does Amber? I think so. <gasps> I hope so. Wow. I this is something to explore. She needs to listen to this episode now. What we need to do is we uh, you got to make the holiday episode because so, so the, uh, we're okay. going to pull the book curtain back a little bit here again for listeners. Uh, Anthony may not be making it to our holiday <gasps> episode we're doing this year, uh, but I, I feel like you have to now because what you need to do when you come is to come educate us on what the history is behind the lighting of the menorah. Oh, God, he's going to go home and read the Torah this week, dude. No, whatever it is, I think you should learn it. Okay. I think it's important. Do you know it? No, I'm okay. not married I don't to celebrate, somebody who celebrates. I don't celebrate Hanukkah. All right. If Aaron celebrated, I would know it. I would learn and know why it is they celebrate what they celebrate. I'll, you should. I'll come I'll come educate. I'll learn you a thing or two, guys. You'll so, learn me a so thing So you're committing to be there then? Let me just confirm that I'm not. I don't ha- let me confirm I don't have. You know what we could do? You could always record it to insert. Like we could, you could. This is Anthony's little uh, my, my explanation. Snippet, you know, we'll set it to Christmas music, like well, you're selling, uh, telling us a nice little Christmas tale. We'll talk about that after the fact. Um, all right, so, um, so yeah, Jim, you got to buy something for your dad for Christmas. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Other than that, I'm um, just kind of riding out the holidays here till the end of the year. Yeah. Um, then we got big things coming next year, man. It's going to be a. Uh, it's going to be hopefully a good, interesting year next year. It is going to be interesting, Anthony. What about you? What's going on in your week? I had a gig last night. Um, I was down at a. Uh, I was working a holiday party. It was you know very Christmas party. Uh, no st- standard stuff. Simple. Had the bills. It was came a on. business. A business party. Yeah, it was business party. And it was at Ilio de Palos. You said yeah. It was at Ilio de Palos. Nice. I love the food. So that's one of the good things about uh, gigs is that you know once at a good restaurant. Hey, I'm gonna eat good. So I got an eggplant parm. Nice. Got some. Uh, they they caught it too. They. Uh, I, I asked for the the eggplant, assuming that they'd see vegetarian. I didn't check, and a waiter was smart. He's like, hey. Eggplant, meat sauce is like no. He's like got you. I'm like thank you. <laughs> oh. So a smart, delicious food. It was awesome. Good night, easy nice. night too, man. I got paid to literally play a Christmas playlist and watch a Bills game and get fed. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I, loved it. It I wouldn't complain, night. dude. Hell no. Uh-huh. At our house, we watched the game, and then like if you went into the kitchen, I had my little blue radio in there. It was playing Christmas music, so I could listen to Christmas music and watch the game. <laughs> yeah. It's literally the only thing that I, that we that I wish we could have fixed is uh, having somehow have the music playing on the Bills game itself. It was in silence. It was just straight up to like Christmas music, uh, um, except for the the train horn and then um, the Bill shout, shout song. song. Yeah, nice. Yeah, from that. Cool. How about you, Chris? Um, not much happening through the week, just, you know, getting things done the same way. I I am not caught up on any of my Christmas shopping, which is horrible. I got to try to do a lot of that mostly today and tomorrow, which Yeah, sucks. but where were we talking? You said that that's typically how you... Oh, I think it was at our Christmas yeah. party. You said you typically do it that way. Yeah, we did a Christmas party at work, so that was this past was week, cool. which was awesome. I had that's a good neat. time doing that. I did a uh, family feud game. I yep. emceed the game. Chris was the MC. Had Christmas music playing and, and split the team in half, and they played against each other. It was a lot of, it was a lot of fun. Fitting. Yep. 
Very yeah, fun. yeah, yeah. I saw a video of something going on in the office. It was after no, the party. No, that's different. So that, okay. Ben uh, Best Self had their oh, holiday yeah. thing yesterday at seven sixty or on Friday at seven sixty eight, and um, so we got there and it was just it was kind of quiet. It was dead. There was some music playing, but they had one of these like three sixty cameras uh, camera things. So basically, it's a phone on a on a rig that just swings a, around. Uh, it's like on a um, what are they called? A, a selfie stick that's yeah. on a thing that just spins around. So basically, they hit record on their video. They have a soft software on their video where they yeah. hit record and they spin around and it's filming you 360. And you go up there with your friends and you dance and you do stuff. And then it just it, they it slow just it down, does there. all that stuff. So I, uh, you know Nick yep. uh, of of the uh, me first in the uh, the gimme gimmies. Yeah, the gimme gimmies. I was like, not me first in the gimme gimmies. Not me first. Uh, <laughs> just the gimme gimmies. Yeah, we have a local band here that is a a cover a tribute band to a band that was typically a cover band. But yeah, Nick was there, so we we went and, and uh, sat down and and had some some food. We're talking, and then we did that little three sixty thing because uh, there was these raffles that they were doing, and one of them was a, a big flat screen fifty inch TV. That I'm gonna a smart TV that I'm gonna put in here if we win it. So you get five tickets when you walk in, but if you went and did the three sixty thing, they gave you an extra one. So I was like, yeah, let me go get that extra one. Sure. Uh, so we'll see. I hope it, dude. It'd be. I, I mean, guess. I guess I could check my emails and see if they sent anything out over the over No, the I think they're going to do it. I think they tomorrow. were saying on Monday they're going to send out the emails if you want anything. Yeah, so we'll see what happens. So, yeah, That'd that happened. Cool. That's where you saw that. But other than that, dude, uh, Bill's game last night was awesome. We won, and so, I, I can't wait to talk about it here in a little bit when, when Aaron jumps on. Oh, yeah. Um, the holiday party, that Christmas tree back there with the uh, where the basket raffle was? Yeah. Uh, you know, Claire helped contribute to that, right? Yeah, I know. She did the whole thing. Oh, oh, oh. I thought she did the ornaments. Oh, nice. No, no, no that's her. what I meant. She did all those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah, what yeah. I meant. Yeah. Yeah, good for her, man. So, yeah, that was my week, basically. Good. Not bad. Not bad. You all right over there? You crying? No, I got, I got a hair. It's an emotion. You got a hair? What? <laughs> I'm okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. So, that's what's going on in our world. So, typically, we go into what's going on in the real world, but I think we're going to switch it around and make it so we, whenever we do what's going on in our world, we check in with our Buffalo Bills. Ah, okay. So let's Word. do that now. Let's go talk to Aaron about the Buffalo Bills. So, so the last time we talked about the Buffalo Bills, there was a lot coming up. We had that day we were going to be playing the Jets, mm-hmm. and then we had an upcoming Saturday game against the Dolphins. And so we're back with our, what are we going to start calling our you? The field Bills. correspondent. Field, Bill. field correspondence. Bills field correspondent. I don't actually go to the field, though. So. <laughs> yeah, but nobody needs to know that. Kitchen correspondent. How <laughs> about that? Go. You're calling in from the kitchen right now, right? Okay. Uh, Aaron, Aaron, welcome. Uh, welcome back to the show. Uh, this is a fun. This, uh, You know what? This, I feel like this is probably going to be the most fun time to talk about the Bills because we are fresh off a win. But I don't oh. want to jump into that yet. I don't want to go too far ahead. Uh, last time we talked, we were about to play the Jets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did we play them? Yes. Did we look great? Not as in my eyes, not as great as we could. I agree. You guys did are we, hard. You guys are we hard put a team. hurt. Listen, listen, listen. I'm not hard on the team. There's people who are nasty about it. Me, I can see where we need to, to work, right? You can see where we need to improve. So I'm not going to, I'm not a blind, like, oh, this is amazing. And yes, yes, by any means necessary, right? We want to get to the Super Bowl. But at the same time, I want to at least look like we deserve to be in the Super Bowl. I don't want to stumble into the Super Bowl. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Or that so, stumble. 
So I don't think we are either. Oh, Jets are the top five defense, and we did very good against the top five defense. Uh, that was the yeah. Jets. We also did pretty good against their offensive line. Uh, we basically went through <laughs> yeah. their offensive oh, yeah. line and smacked the crap out of, of Mike White. So yeah, I did that. Part. Poor Mike this, White. That's, that's so an bad. understatement. It. I, I feel like the kid in um back in high school playing the newest Madden and just hit and just just figuring out the linebacker and just sacking and sacking and sacking and you're like how many sacks can i get in a game you're like at some point i don't know i don't want to hit this guy and hurt him anymore (laughs) right and it looked it looked like i mean like you said uh right before we started recording aaron it looked like we folded him like a table like easily just like put him in half and he was done for the day so much so like he he wasn't done for the day he kept coming back though and and (laughs) And that's a testament, I guess, to his strength, but also a testament to how stupid the Jets organization is, I guess. Yeah, yeah, because they said he was good enough. They said they did X. They did all this stuff, right? They even said he was good enough to fly back with them. Yeah, he went to the hospital. I don't know that they did x-rays during the game, but they put him back out there. But after the game, he did go to a local hospital and just to check for internal injuries to make sure he could fly back. Like, that's insanity. Now he's gone to, like, five different team doctors and nobody will clear him to play for today. Bro, if your team sees you take those kinds of hits, because let's be honest, we've seen sacks. We've oh, seen yeah. multiple sack games where the, the the quarterback goes down and they're sacked, but you didn't you didn't see the kind of viciousness that I mean, we put on the guy. I, this is that's our job, right? The, yeah. the job of our defenders I mean, are to go in there and do that. But the fact that I mean, it, it as bad as they looked. And this guy was hurting on the field like uh, the first one that was real bad. Like, I remember oh. looked, just saying. Yo, he broke his ribs like yeah. they're broken. And mm-hmm. then he took another hard hit. And I was like, man, he took him off the field. And we're like, OK, good. He's out of the game, right? No, he comes back. Like, what are you doing? If your team puts you through that, you go to a hospital and they say, yeah, you can fly, but you are not cleared to play now. Like that sums up like, well, isn't there aren't, aren't isn't the NFL investigating that or, or something investigating it? What are they investigating? Oh, him being back in. I think the yeah being the put NFL back in the game. Association is ah uh, uh, they like should they yeah they should. The guy got hit once and got fucked up. Okay, take him out of the game because we uh, uh, Buffalo is a notorious team for fucking quarterbacks up. I yeah, mean, it's true. So why put the guy through that again? Yeah, but they did, and so now he's not cleared to play this weekend. Nope. Um, like you said, Aaron, he went through five team doctors. I think I heard five. Or but five. how he do you do like, He's trying to get cleared. It's crazy that like, so we talk about, I don't think we've ever talked about it here. I've talked about it on other podcasts. This idea of like the, what a man quote unquote is oh, right. Yeah. What, what yeah. boys are taught and how to be and how to act. And this idea that you're literally put your physical body on the line to where you could be maimed, hurt, taken out of out of your career like for the rest of his career he could have maybe a broken back and be paralyzed the rest of his life like that's not okay and but his mindset is is i have to i have to do this i have to go out there and be there for the guys and be able to do i'll put i'll i'll die out there if i have to why why some of it is to be in the nfl i'm guessing you're uber competitive and that's it like that's why josh ellen does insane shit what he shouldn't probably do true true because in the moment all he's doing is wants to win Yes, but here's the thing with Josh Allen. Josh Allen gets fucked up once. I think he's going to learn his lesson real quick. Like if he gets a bad enough injury where it's a severe injury, he's out for multiple games. I, I think like he's going to learn his lesson. Many, Don't put yeah, things. knock on. There's no wood in this gym, <laughs> dude. Can you? Can oh, you not? Man, can you not talk well, that kind of that. So yeah, like, so we <laughs> we did see we saw we saw the the 
win last week against the Jets. So this week we had to look forward to facing the Miami Dolphins on a Saturday night game. The NFL's back to Saturday night games now. Mm-hmm. Um, three in a three games in a row last. Oh last man, night. yeah, the triple header yesterday. Yeah, to pull back the curtain, we record on th- on Sundays. So, uh, yeah, we we watched three games. Yes, the first one. What Holy shit, dude! So here's a little. This this kind of ties into the Bills news because the first game was the Vikings um, against. First, the Colts, the Colts the which Colts. was going to be a boring game. I was not interested in that game at all. Yeah, Vikings me neither. Are a way better team than the Colts. Yeah, except based on records. Yeah, except uh, it didn't look like that in the first half. We so I wasn't even watching the game the first half. I was working ah, on on ah. editing the episode of this podcast <laughs> uh, to get up a couple days late. But by the time I was done editing the podcast, I came out. It was halftime, and I looked at the score, and I was like. 33 to zero. Yeah, dude. Go Colts. Okay. Not bad. Dang. Vikings and, um, got smacked again. Some former Bill alumni like Zach Moss looked very good yesterday because Jonathan Taylor went out for the Colts at the beginning. So Zach Moss got a lot of carries and he looked nice. good. And I was proud to see that. Nice. 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 I went back in the room to, to just kind of clean up, shut down some stuff, get come back out, make myself something to eat and just started watching some of the game. Walked away, came back a couple times and I'm like, wait, hold on a second. Vikings are just scoring and it looks like they're driving again. Like what's going on? <laughs> so then I'm just watching the rest of this game and it's just feels like it was, it was a dream in certain parts because it felt like one of these movies where everything that needed to happen happened. Yeah. Like a certain guy would block a certain way and it would happen. A certain thing that never is called would be called like all these different things happen. And you just watch the Vikings keep coming back and more and more and more. And I'm like, Holy shit, they're going to tie this game. And I'm like 33 points damn they are going to wipe out the bills greatest comeback yep like that's not going to be the greatest comeback anymore the bills over the oilers now it's going to be the vikings and we were watching this going let's see let's see if it happens right and they sure sure enough did man they wiped it away the vikings now are considered this game is considered the greatest comeback now in nfl history by i just want to add by one point at one yes. point yeah yes. gotta in point that how they and, and the in previous terms record was buffalo came back was. 32 points yeah, we these were, guys came we were back down 35-3. So, but good congratulations to the Vikings, mm-hmm. man. Because I mean, that's yeah, what a well fought game. That's man. a cr- that was a crazy, crazy good game. Extremely entertaining. So much entertaining. So much fun. The next Some one, caveats, not so much. Though, I just want to say, yeah, yeah, about this is when Bills did it. We had a backup quarterback, and it was mm-hmm. a playoff game, and it was a little bit less time because they came out in the second half and they did score against Oilers, and then the comeback started. So, yeah, that's all. I've got, Just I've got it. If you guys ever wanted to watch the greatest comeback, I've got it. Oh, you have a copy of yeah, it? Yeah, the actual, Word, yeah. the actual game. And it, dude, it looks so like the graphics, the old school <laughs> 90s graphics is insane on the TV. Get on the projector. Oh, yeah. Oh, that'd be yeah. cool. But yeah, so now we're facing the Dolphins. We were the, the late game, the 850. Yeah, the game. middle game was kind of, yeah, incredibly middle game boring. Was very boring. <laughs> dude, so anticlimactic after yeah. the first game that, like, by the time the Bills game was about to start, I was like, oh my God, I need coffee. Like, <laughs> yeah, this is dude. Insane. Like, yeah, there was a lot of so energy gone out of the room. But for casual football fans, they got treated to two out of three very, very, very good games. Yeah, because yeah, then, uh, yeah, the Bills Dolphins game, man, we uh, did. We won. We pulled it out. We pulled it out in a smart way, too. Yes. And that that's final what I like. drive was absolute perfection. You know, Brilliant. We, we got we started the ball with almost six minutes to go. We used yeah. every second of the time. Yep. We started on our own seven yard line. Yep. Like that final drive was perfection. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how you play. Singletary was going to run in for a t- he could have run in for a touchdown and he knew better and stopped. Like it was just yeah. it was smart, smart football. 
Which, you know, and so again, if you're not a, if you're a casual football fan or you're a, a, a you know, you're going to watch that and go, what's going on? He could have just run in and got a touchdown. Yeah, why did like, he just drop? And that would have left a lot of time still on the board. Like, and again, as a casual fan, you're going to look at that time and go 20 something seconds. Like that's the game nothing. is over. No, that's a whole nother set of downs there. That is a We've kick seen and pass, 13 pass. seconds haunt us. Yep. Okay. We've seen that. So we wanted to be smart about it and you do you did it the, so we did it the strategic way right there's a way to play football you can go in and just barrel your way in and try to dominate and and show show whatever or you can play strategically you can be smart about it and proper clock time management is is a big part of the game right strategy to it using the clock you know, knowing when to run, when it's going to run the clock, knowing when to pass, because if it's an incomplete, it's going to stop the clock, like knowing how to do all that stuff. And like you said, Aaron, six full minutes all the way to zero. They used all of it up. Mm -hmm. Right. And we and we did get every second. We did mm -hmm. get some things go our way that typically don't. Right. Yep. So we got some pass interference calls that a lot of times we've seen it. We've gone ape shit. We're like, the refs are fucking in on this because they didn't call it right this time. It was called. And yep. so it helped us. And it does show you that those calls can influence a game. But let's not take away from the fact that. Well, it wasn't like it was a third and long and we no, got a pass no, interference no. call. Like we still probably would have done okay. Yeah. yeah well, it helped and made it a little easier, but it wasn't on like any critical place. No. Yeah. We would have just had to so. kick the field goal from further back. Yeah. Well. But let's, yeah. let's also be honest when you've got the elements, right? Oh, so no. That was a big Very thing. True. It was supposed to be a huge storm. This was the news all across the like, nation, mm -hmm. like any NFL program you watched, ESPN, NFL Network, even local. It was the storms coming. Is Miami going to be able to handle it? Yeah, dude. I had to work in Blaisdell last night. Mm -hmm. I, I was right down there, and I was going. I worked from six fifteen to to ten fifteen. I can't. What the I fuck? was. You work during the game? Oh, don't worry. I can't. I watched the first the first <laughs> half from. It's still not the same. Listen, man. I I watched the first half from Ilio de Palos from the gig. They had it on a projector with no still sound. I Doesn't had the train horn blasting every third down <laughs> and the and the Bills uh jump song, uh in so it's a holiday party, right? It's this holiday <laughs> corporate holiday party. All of a sudden, like the train's going in the middle of like Screaming, <laughs> basically and everybody's like doesn't give a shit about the christmas dj they're all watching the screen like all cheering and shit oh they loved it they were all with it but yeah it was it, uh it was, so, I was expecting snow i want to say this yeah so we didn't get the kind of storm that we thought we were going to get because they were showing old school clips of like the bills oh god like rudging feet like snow yeah and 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 the the woody bulldozers coming out and getting all the snow off the field we didn't get that right. We got a lot of snow in the, in the suburbs and throughout the beginning of the day. But as the night wore on, we saw that it was clearing up out there and, and they were able to clear the field. Nice. Not the, the stands, the stands. They were just they started to. But it was so much that, that we're still sitting in the stands. They were like the fans have to fend for themselves. Fans are either going to stand or scoop it which, out themselves, which they decided to throw in the field. And that caused the problem, obviously, yeah. Mike, which, Mike yeah, that comes into play later. because. That. Yeah, which is great. There's Fucking all of a Michael sudden it's snowballs flying everywhere, which I thought was awesome. I'm like, this is amazing. That's from their point of view, though. I can see that there'd be a lot of people where there's a concern, like, hey, what if people are putting stuff in them, pennies, quarters, and shit? You can, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you don't yeah, need to I allow guess. that. So, like, we have to take people's safety in, into consideration. Well, snowball which it is to, hysterical uh, to, to add to Lewis or like to the people are getting concussions and blasting each other and but breaking ribs and yeah. having well, fucking electrical things in their brain going yeah. wrong when they get hit yeah. um did we look amazing last night not really right did we look decent yeah decent we had a lot of really good plays a lot of 
strong look listen a lot of standout performances all right mm-hmm. uh james cook stood out last night dude james yeah. cook averaged six point yards per carry so he did very good last yeah night. he stood out last night devin singletary stepped it up when it was time dude yep we needed devin him singletary to- had overall our rushing was 5.46 yards per carry so we did really good on the ground especially singletary in that final drive he did yeah excellent. that's what i was about to say so. when we needed him to step up and and show some of the younger guys like all right this is how we do it you know, this is how you play. This is how you're strategic. This is mm-hmm. what you need to do to step up. He did, man. He found the openings. He picked up his legs when he needed to. There was a, there was a run where like you saw him, saw him do this little hop right through the line. And then as they showed another angle, it's this legit last second. One of his o, one of the O-line steps kind of back. His heel steps back. And in that moment, he just hops right over. Yeah, like, just this instinctual get through no matter what comes in your way. Um, so yeah, we saw a lot of great performances. Josh had a decent night for me. I thought, you know, there was some stuff that was over, ugly. He had over 300 yards for the first time since I think the Vikings game, he had over 304 air yards. And then when you add in his rushing, he had like three, I don't know, he had 77 rushing yards. So whatever the math is there. Yeah. He looked, he looked decent, total. right? There were some oh times God. though, where I was like, bro, who are you throwing to? Yeah, I know. But you can't, I mean, what, we're not going to have a quarterback that's a hundred percent. I don't think there's anyone in the league that's ever. So I, I, I feel like 100%? No, and his percentage was really good last night. Yeah. Like he did really good overall. His stats were great. He had a couple fumbles, which weren't great, but. Yeah, well, I I think a lot of that happened because uh, he didn't see the guy coming from behind him. Yeah. There's nothing he can really do. I mean, you can't blame him for that. Yeah. So there, those that, fumbles... and also when Mitch Morse went out with a concussion, oh, that yeah. changed our whole offensive line, Ugh. which I've been pointing out it has in the past when he went yeah, out that's in what the I was gonna... game. He holds the line together. Like yeah. Well, I was going to point out the Dude. fact that like what we did see with struggling for Josh did have to do a lot of it with the O-line. The guys that he typically has in front of him to protect him were not there. Yeah. The guy snapping the ball for most of the game wasn't there. You know what I mean? So like you can see where the struggles came from, but when there wasn't that those struggles, when he did have a chance, um, there were a few times where it was like, all right, those are places we can work on. Those are places we need to sharpen up and, mm-hmm. and stand out. But we did it. We played it and we took the win, which puts us at 11 and three. Right. Mm-hmm. Three, we clinched playoffs last night for sure. Yep. Hey. And awesome. um, we, we didn't officially clinch AFC East, although it would be a lot not to win AFC East at this point. And just a victory next week, we will win AFC East. So, yeah. Who are we playing next week? The Bears. Next week's Bears, which have the nothing Bears. to do with, but just our schedule, then the gap would be too much for Dolphins to catch up. So, gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. So, yeah. And like our defense looked really great yesterday, other than like the tackling. We yeah. had some tackling problems. Oh, and yeah. yeah especially in the run game. Great. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I, mean, and I don't think we were expecting the, the run defense, game, though. We weren't. Yeah, for sure. And fourth quarter, the defense stepped up when it needed to. We held them to only 57 yards. We, um, yeah. How many last, times did we stop them from actually scoring a touchdown? Yeah. yeah. They, they were in the red season. zone. Yep. We did very good with red zone defense and our red zone offense did very good. And we held Tyreek Hill pretty good. Like Trey got beaten on that one time, but otherwise we contained them much better than mm-hmm. any other team did. So. Yeah. Tyreek Hill was pretty was, quiet. Yeah. There was a yeah. lot of good yesterday. And I know when you're in the moment, the passion, you see the bad, but if you yeah. guys all rewatch the game today, you would see that that was a solid team. Cause when you look at the breakdown, it was a solid performance. Actually. It definitely was. Um, we also did see, something that happened over the week and we saw a little a little piece of 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 old school a little piece mm-hmm. of the old yes. school team uh Cole Beasley returned hey. so it was awesome they uh they re-signed him um I, there was this so there was this thing where he reached out right uh Aaron you know the story he reached out to Bean 
Yeah, before Thanksgiving and just asked if the door was closed or not. And Bean kind of said, oh, it's not closed. Let me look into it or whatever. And then just told him there's not room if he's willing to sign to our practice squad. But that's what's going to happen. And he was. And here yeah. we are. And the, the thing about the practice squad is that without having to make room for them on the active roster, we can really use the practice squad to our advantage, especially late in the season like now. Yeah. Because you can elevate a player from the practice squad three times without having to sign them to the active roster. It used to be two last year. It's three yeah. now. So we signed Cole Beasley to the practice squad with only four remaining regular season games. So he can right. be called up three out of those four without us having to move anybody or release anyone. And then, which this I didn't know this, I just learned this, playoffs and Super Bowl, unlimited elevations. It restarts and nice. it's unlimited. So we can use Cole Beasley from here on out and probably John Brown from here I'll on say, out. Yeah, anyone from practice, yeah. Without even having to sign them. I mean, John Brown See. only has one more elevation. See, but signing him and and him agreeing to come on to the practice squad, in my eyes at least, says a lot about him. Yeah. Because he's like, okay, I have to come in and prove myself a little bit again. Um, and he's willing to put that work in and do it. I mean, he's I mean, we've seen he's already taken ownership for some of the things that happened when he had left before. I think that's important to, to you know? point out real quick yeah. because when when he was when things kind of went sour was when things were kind of mad in this country. I mean, things are still yeah. mad in this country, yeah. but things were so politicized with the COVID nineteen thing. And then here's the thing, like when you're on the internet, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, you have to realize like you're not interacting with the real world, real world. No, semi real. Because there still are people that are, you know, douchebags out there, but they're mostly trolls. Right. And especially when you're a celebrity and you're outspoken about something that goes mm -hmm. against the way they think you're going to have people come at you in, in a certain way. As soon as you engage, it's it's done. It's you're you're kind of sucked into this world of nonsense. Yeah, and unfortunately, he did get kind of sucked into it, which he talks about. And you know, when he came back during the press conference, he was asked about his relationship with the Bills Mafia. Was he concerned about his relationship with the city? And he said, you know, that he didn't do things the right way. He didn't handle himself the right way. And he goes, but you know, when it started to affect his family, he talked about how like his son, uh, little little kid, like seven years old, right. Uh, a kid in the school went up to him and said he's not invited to his birthday party because his the one mom didn't mm. like Cole Beasley. Yeah, I heard that. So this little kid who doesn't know anything about that had to, and so he, you know, I can well, understand where he's to coming do with from it. when he got a little bit bitter, you know, yeah. I can get that. But he came back, he owned up to like, look, I didn't do this right. You guys, I love this place. This is, this really is my home. And for me, for somebody that can step up and say that and, and, and it looked like he meant it too. It didn't seem like he was just kind of out there saying it. Uh, welcome back, Coles Beasley. Fuck yeah, dude. And we saw a little bit of him last night. Like we used him a few times. We used him a legit in the slot. And then a few other he times. Caught, he made one reception. Yeah. yeah. The rest of the other time were, were, was there to be a distraction. Well, and, and again, he's got to earn his place because there's a lot of people on this team now that have earned their place and proven yeah. themselves. And he can't just walk back on and, and be put in that spot. He's got to earn it. Exactly. You know? But I think he's here to do that. And I think he will. I I really do because oh, no doubt. he's he's something he's familiar. He knows the other guys. They all know how to play with him each and Josh other, got chemistry. Yeah, that's that's the most important thing. You need Josh has got to be able to trust that where he's gonna put the ball, the person's hands are gonna get it. Yep. And Beasley usually and comes up with him. it. And that's why, yeah, that's why I think the Beasley signing was important because we've had some issues with drops, as you know. And if you look at Beasley's percentage, like Beasley, even in his worst year, he had a, only a five percent drop rate. Yeah. And like I think Gabe Davis is like way higher than that, right? Now yeah, yeah. Davis so. is Davis is looking better than last year, but he still needs to. I, I don't well, know. We, he was we, looking we, good early. We put monster expectations on him. We expected uh, us as the fan base thought he was going to have some major jump, 
because Beasley was gone. Like, I don't know what we were thinking. Like, he's better well, because than he looked year, good early. He did look good early. Well, he had the Chiefs and... game last year where he had four touchdowns. So that's yeah. why we thought he was just going to continue on that. But yeah. whatever. He's he's fine. They're all fine. Everything's fine. Everything is fine because we won. We're 11 and three. And next week, we're playing the, the Bears. The fourth year in a row, we've made the playoffs, which yep. uh, is insane. It's huge. Stop and think about that. Like, that's for not Bill's a normal fans. thing. It's not a normal thing for any team. Like if I think Andy Reid clinches, if they win today and clinch the playoffs, then he'll join. But right now, Sean McDermott's the first coach to do that. Nice. Right? nice. Current, first current head coach that win four consecutive playoff berths. Well, but Belichick's never done that? That current's going to make it to the playoffs, I think. Uh, okay, I see what you're saying. In the, oh, yeah. so the past four years in a row. Yeah. The last four years. Ah, uh, uh, okay. Yes, yes. Okay. All righty. Well, I woke up this morning and I was happy. <laughs> Aaron, thanks so much for joining us. Is there anything else you wanted to let us know before we headed out? Uh, no, next oh next week's game is on Saturday, so we won't talk before next week's game again. Real quick, what's our prospects and our rundowns for next week? Ne- next week is the Bears, who have moments of brilliance, but overall are pretty happy. I mean, they're like three and eight or whatever they are right now. They're not great. We should have a day next week. All right. It could be a trap game. It could be something weird, but by all, I think Beasley will show up big time next week. I think we'll have a big offensive game. See, and like I said, I'm not worried really about the rest of the season. Not worried about it. Um, it's not difficult teams we have to beat. So as long as we're playing solid football, we'll be fine. Yeah, if we went out, then we still we hold on the number one seed no matter what KC does, and we have home field advantage throughout the playoffs. The yep, road to the Super Bowl will go through important. Buffalo if Hell we win yeah. the next three games. Hell so. yeah. We'll see what happens. Aaron, thanks so much for joining us again. We appreciate it. Go Bills. Okay. Go, Go Bills. There you have it. That's our Buffalo Bills talk. Exciting, uh, exciting, exciting. I man. love that. Yes. Dude, this is great. I do love record. Like, I woke up this morning feeling like, oh, we won. Well, it's because we're coming off of the win into the recording. Like, literally, it's I went high. home, mm-hmm. unwound, went to bed. What'd you do to unwind? Up. Oh, I just put on some South Park. And Did you, is that what yeah. you watch, South Park? And smoke some more weed. And... What do you watch it on, HBO Max? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I put on Tubi and just find a like, C-level, D-level horror movie and oh, put nice. that on. Nice. And the one I watched last night was, what was it? Some New Year's one? New Year's, Some bloody New Year's or something like ah, that? Okay. Oh, it was weird. <laughs> it's an 80s movie with something that happened in in the past and then the ghosts are are haunting the college people or it was it's weird dude and it looked like it was filmed with like handheld camcorders oh god yeah it's like, the best dude and that's the thing oh, they Tubi has so many of those oh. kinds of movies it's amazing uh anyway okay cool so that was the buffalo bills let's now see what's going on in the world mm-hmm. anthony what do you got for news today so i actually have a uh idea this this topic but i have a couple articles and i got one to kind of like open it up open it up. okay so before you start the article what's the topic what is what is it you want to talk about so this is with ai have you guys been seeing the whole issue going on with ai and artists right now recently that's funny that is my my, that's what i want to talk about too (laughs) this is perfect let's talk about this because i I feel like this is going to be a bigger conversation then so let's combine ours into this one uh, but before we get into that, then let's go with Jim's. Let's do Jim's. Uh, yes. Get into ours, and then we'll we'll perfect. We'll so out. I uh, I found three articles this week that all involved animals, and it was kind of like, okay, which one I do think I, I bring? I know which one you're gonna say, dude. I don't. Is it the sad one? Uh, I cannot go with that one. That's the one I was gonna go with. I can go with the funnier <laughs> one if you want me to. Um, but the uh, the can, one I was gonna watch. You gotta mention the sad one though. But let, yes, let's because go with it actually means first. something yeah, to yeah, me. Yeah, do that first. Yes. So P twenty two. Yes. Was uh, euthanized this week. 
Panther, the mountain right? lion in uh, L.A. Uh, who is somehow... that what the P stands for though? Is it Panther? Um, Puma, maybe. Oh yeah, whatever it is, it's a mountain lion. He yeah. um, he had become a resident, a well-known resident in Griffith Park area of L.A. Um, from what I remember, he had to cross like two freeways to get there, and like freeways in L.A. are six lanes in each direction. So it was incredible that he managed to get there. But he had some uh, some health issues. Um, looked like he was uh, struck by a vehicle. Um, the guy was 12 years old, which was kind of a little old for them anyway. But um, they did have to put him down. So yeah, his injuries were too bad. Dude. Very upsetting. Uh-huh. Um, the other one that I found was yeah hilarious. All righty, this is going to go a completely different direction. So, um, did you guys know that snakes have clitorises? <laughs> I saw a <laughs> meme of this, and I didn't. I didn't fact check it. So, so yes, um, they've always <laughs> been there. This is nothing new, but. Um, it, Typical male chauvinistic manner. Um, scientists have never really paid any attention to the female snake clitoris. Go figure. Um, so now there was this female artist, uh, uh, not artist, a uh, researcher and scientist who said, well, I think that's very important. So she started studying it, and right away, there it was. Uh, but it's kind of cool because now it, it, it kind of opens up um, from a scientific aspect the option of studying snakes further in the sense of their mating habits, which is kind of an interesting... Because you know me, I watch a lot of nature shows, planet Earth, all that stuff. So that yeah. kind of stuff interests me. Um, so now that they can actually you know, have scientifically based evidence to support research like that, it's just kind of cool. I just thought it was kind of funny that it was... Oh my God! This is something we just figured out. I'm like, oh, okay. Next, they're going to see if they can figure out the secret to the elusive female snake orgasm. Yeah. Does it really exist? <laughs> the <laughs> tree falls crazy, in the though. woods. Like we're literally in 2022, and they're legit just now being like, huh, it's, but like I said, it's because from what attention. I was reading, nobody what? cared. Nobody really cared to <laughs> to study that and try and figure it out because it's always they always looked at it from. I, I mean, you guys know how it is, the male perspective, the male gaze. Um, so it's always about how does the male snake interact with the female snake, the male snake and breed? Gaze. So real quick, so it wasn't a, it, what, it, this female research, this female scientist figured out that snakes had two, the female snakes had two clitorises. And that's the other part of it. Some snakes have two clitorises, yes. Okay. All right. That's very interesting. Yeah. yeah. I saw the picture. I saw a, I saw a cartoon. Well, you, could say, you could say you saw the picture. Anthony heard that. He's like, oh, I got to look this shit <laughs> oh, up. Oh, man. <laughs> Amber's walking by. What are you looking at? He's like, nothing. nothing. <laughs> He's swiping <laughs> it closed. <laughs> uh, uh, all right, Anthony, let's talk about this. Uh, yeah, one of the things I wanted to talk about is because it's become kind of like a hotbed discussion mm-hmm. Especially on social media, because on Instagram, a lot of the people I follow are artists. Yep. Mm. Um, I have a, I, I follow a whole bunch of different comic book artists, fine you know fine arts artists. Is that what you call them? Painters. Yeah. Uh, I guess. You know, yeah. Sculpt, sculptors, um, mm. digital yeah. artists, traditional artists, artists of all kinds. Um, and the big deal right now is that there's this AI art. There's all these AI apps that. Mm-hmm. Uh, utilize different types of of AI software to create artwork. You put in a bunch of prompts and you get some art, right? Yep. In that, um, have you guys tried that? Have you found any of the art things where you just put in the word, the prompts to see what comes up? No, I'm staying as far away from that shit. I tried one one because it looked cool for fantasy stuff for like D&D. Yeah, where did you get it from? 
it, it was a it was a pop up on so on uh, Instagram. I okay. went to I, I downloaded the app. I tried to do it, and it it was a very pay. It was a like a pay to trial, yeah, like yeah. for a week. And I said, "Fuck that! I'm not paying seven ninety nine for a week <laughs> of a trial for this AR gender." So I I deleted it, and that was it. So I haven't used it. So I can't say from experience of seeing stuff. But it looks like, like, you, oh, Amber did one. I saw that. Yeah, I saw she did. I I haven't done it. Yeah, no, I haven't done it at all. Okay. Um, but from the looks of it, you does it trait? Does it like? Does it tell you whose artist it takes from? No, so here's the yeah. thing, right? The idea that's what's happening right now is there's a lot of artists that are coming out saying, don't use this stuff. Don't use it. Because when you create AI, right, mm-hmm. when when the way this works is it's where I don't know if it's a server or where it's a cloud-based thing. I don't know how that piece works. But you feed it information. You feed it as much information as possible so that when you need to get it to figure things out, it can use that information to start using algorithms and formulas to deduce whatever mm-hmm. it is you need. So like some of the smarter computers that they have now, like uh, like these big AI computing things, they're using to solve problems like, hey, uh, okay, so for some reason it snows like this all the time here in, in this part of the country. And then with this amount of snow, with all the stuff melting, it does this to the ground, which makes this soft. And so we're seeing a lot of erosion here. How do we fix that? What's the best thing to do? And so using all the information, whatever, they can legit get the answer to, oh, what you need to do is you know use concrete, put it here at this base, at this level, and they get that kind of thing. So, so here's my argument with this real quick. This is not AI. This is not AI. AI is artificial intelligence. Right. This artificial, is just, fake intelligence. This kind of uh, uh, computerization... What are you talking about? What do you, hold on. First, before you say that, what are you saying is not artificial intelligence? These, what I'm saying? Yes, these types of systems. Because this is still computerized input mathematics. Okay? Well, what it's, do you think AI input. is? AI is true artificial intelligence. Where what does that mean? It's able to think on its that, own. Then. No, no, no. That's not... No. that for, Thinking on your own isn't artificial intelligence. That's not what that is. This is artificial. artificial this is created. This is it's artificial. But it's artificial in terms of figuring out the information. We go- so our brains cannot compute all the information we need to figure out everything we need at one th- as fast as we need okay, to. Okay, I see. That's what the artificial intelligence is. I'm confusing it with sentience. Yes, you are. You're thinking of something that I still don't like the term. I still don't like the term. Here, I'll, I'll give you the uh, the official uh, Webster's dictionary. Yeah, but but so the idea is that they have artists that will submit their style or is Hang it? On. Okay. So artificial intelligence is intelligence, perceiving, synthesizing, and inferring information demonstrated by, by machines and as opposed to intelligence displayed by animals and humans. Example tasks in which this is done include speech recognition. So like the fact that you can compute and put your information into a computer system that says, this is my voice, it can differentiate my voice patterns from your voice patterns and your voice patterns using all the mathematics and all the information that's in the system that's been fed into it to learn and hold mm-hmm. it can now say based on the the speech pattern the legit decibel the actual octaves all that stuff it knows me from you from you that's when, how your phone knows your face from my face it's not about n- being self-aware or 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 being that kind of thing it's about the information that it's fed at the beginning right like when, when your you phone first... has to learn who you are you have to give that information to it it's got to take your information in mm-hmm when you had the iPhone, I don't know if it, if it did this for you, but when you first had got to get an iPhone, it tells you to like set up Siri with like, "Hey Siri, well, how's the weather?" It, it tells you all the prompts voice, yeah. to recognize it initially. Yeah. 
But see, now here's my argument. Then artificial intelligence has been around as long as computers have. Slowly but surely. It's just because you can uh, argue that it's basic So here's the thing. It's basic called artificial calculator. intelligence because of the speed at which it does it now. It's almost as if it's an, such an intelligent thing. It's, a, it's created to be intelligent, to be able to give you this information that fast. That's why it's artificial. That's still dangerous. No. Um, <laughs> that's why I'm saying I think you were, you were on a fear of something that – I'm thinking Terminator, bro. Yeah. um, AI (laughs) applications uh, include advanced web search engines like Google recommendation systems like YouTube, Amazon, Netflix. The reason they recommend is all the algorithms is Mm -hmm. that. Their recommendation is the intelligence piece of it, right? So what's happening right now is that these these art systems that they're creating, these art art programs, these art applications, to be able to create art – Mm-hmm. It needs to have something to reference. So yep. basically, artists from all around the world, every anybody who's put any kind of art on the internet at all that's out there is being fed into this thing. This this, this thing knows to go to th- throughout the entire web in- internet and pull artwork and imagery and, and photography. Anything that's on the web that's an image is mm-hmm. now fed into the this world of AI art creation. Yeah. yeah. So when you want something... You punch it in, you say what it is, you say the style you want it in, and it's smart enough to be able to analyze what all those images look like and say, this is pop art, this is dark noir, this is colorful this, right? It starts to put it in all these different categories. And now you're talking milliseconds. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And whatever it is you're wanting to look at, it's going to pull, you want blue eyes from this, it's going to find all the blue eyes and everything that it's got downloaded of all the trillions and trillions of people, and it starts to suck and pull all that together and creates these images. What people are, artists are getting mad at is that they're saying that they're taking my style. Like it's taking my artwork, using it as reference to create something and not giving me the credit. Mm-hmm. It's stealing my stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep. So what's the article that you found about a children's so, book? So it's about a children's book. It's about an art. It's about a guy who used an AI system to prompt a series of just a story, essentially a story prompt, and then use that to oh the writer one now. yeah to write okay. to, to actually like, to which again to you can feed every book, every script, every written oh I've seen narrative on the internet with now. scripts before yeah and it just all it does is find the patterns of what you say this is and now creates its own versions and then he used a series of AI art prompts to illustrate the entire book and he has it up on Amazon making two hundred dollars already. This is a week ago yeah so he, but he he didn't even do anything. But he did. He's he co- came co-authored. up with the idea to do that. Co-authored and illustrated by AI. It is. Yeah, he came up with the idea to all the prompts that he put in that he wanted to see develop from that. And that it's basically like you and me. I have an idea for a movie, so this is the rough idea. You go and you write the entire script out. We came up with the story together. I don't like that. You don't like working on on a story no. with somebody. If it's a human and it's human interaction, so now you're it's a the human. human oh. It's the human element to it. So dude. when we start doing the whole thing where there's robots and humans, you're going to be the side of robots should be destroyed, humans forever. Are you going to be Will no. Smith and not if, with if the, the robots? AI? If the robots are truly sentient, beings, but we're not talking sentient. It's not sentient. It's a tool. It's yeah, a tool. Right now, I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm against it. No, you're I'm against not, the I, tool. I am. So why is that? Because so then that means you first can't of use all, Google. You can't ever use Google for searching up any information. You no, can't no, use that's, YouTube. That's you different. Can't use I'm Netflix. not talking. I'm not talking to. I'm not talking about using these systems in a creative uh, aspect because you're. It's not original. If you're pulling it from everywhere else and mashing things together, that's not originality. It well, takes absolutely I mean, no skill on the is creator. It not, is it not to be able but, to but do are, that? So but, but anybody who does a remake by... of movies. 
So, so, so you're saying anybody who's done a remake of any film ever, you should never support that. You should never watch the film because they did a remake because it wasn't their original idea. I'm not saying that. I knocked the I knock credit off of the movie because of that because it's not there's not originality. But there. you're saying you don't support the guy that came up with the idea this way through the AI thing. You're not going to support that at all. Uh, no, I don't. I don't. I do not support that because it's. But it's, you're supporting it's like, one um, where the person didn't come up with that idea on their own anyway. Okay, but you're there, there's a there's a there's it's a human the human, element. Here. That's where it's my the point human is. Element. Yes. So what is it you're afraid of? It's it's not that I'm afraid of. I just don't like the idea. It, it it's not organic. It's not organic. There's no organicness to it. And art is so when you supposed need to, find to be information, That's you're fine. not allowed to use research. Google. You need to go to the library and organically pull the books off shelves for your information. That's no, how because, you should use it. Okay, because you giving should that argument, trust. no, no, no. I shouldn't even go to the library. So, I should go and thing. travel the world and get the information firsthand. There you go. Because first, th- the, what you're saying is you're not going to trust the information put on the page by somebody. They didn't come up. How do you know that what you're reading, that person wrote themselves or they didn't steal it from... A, a magazine on a shelf somewhere, uh, because there's a you series can't support of peer that. Review. It's that it's two totally different things. No though. way, dude! It really it's is the same thing. No, it's the same thing, I but different. I think I would say there is a there's a lost sense of originality when it isn't you at least trying to so, become inspired and typing <laughs> up the words yourself. Here's the thing: we went from using quill, right, yep. and ink mm-hmm. to actual fountain pens. Yes. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Why? Why? And, and people were against it. They're Ease like, you can't do it. It, it. it. You can't. You can't use calligraphy. You can't do the calligraphy the right way with that. Like you. You shouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. But you had to do the change. You had to. Right. Be- then we started go. Then the typewriter was invented. Oh, this is going to take away the human element. You actually need to have your 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 movement of hand on the paper this is what imbues your story with the soul and magic that comes from your right imagination. Dad, you just said it you just right? said it hold it's on a the second. soul hold on a second but you use laptops and computers and typewriters so you're telling me your writings aren't soulful enough it what you're trying to say because the people stopped. you're still doing it people no, wanted to right. fight against the typewriter because it meant you were removing a part of the actual interaction of the human to paper and it did, and it would remove something from the actual true true whatever there is to the story. People were against using typewriters for that. They said this was going to be the end of actual human element to, to so, writings. I I, so I figured out. I know where it is. We've come up with it's these right tools, right? That can continue to kind of. So somebody who can't paint, I see it in my head, but my hand can't do that. But Guess now what? I have a tool that helps me do that. Okay, so when you play what, what when I play football, everybody gets a fucking trophy. No, not everybody gets a trophy. It's not about not that. everybody can do it. It's so you got to live with the fact that I'm not about? artistic, dude. What are you, you have talking to... about the trophy? No, you cannot be artistic, but you can still have a way to express what the idea in your brain is. Yes, but that you're not saying I painted this. They're not saying that. They're not printing it out saying I painted this they're not saying that I, I just they're saying still don't this is like this, this is the vision concept. in my brain that's what they're saying I would say that's like you working with me to write something you can't write you can't write for shit you try to write so, you just can't do it so you come to me and you're like I have this story I need it I love the way you write I you know how to make people seem real in your stories I want to tell you what it is. I just need you to put it down so it comes out the right way. Okay, so here's so my comment. So that's both of us working on something, and I'm not putting anything into it except for what you tell me. I'm not giving you any thought or idea. I am just going to be the person to write it down for you the right way. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. 
I'm being a tool for what you need to yeah, release. Yeah, you are being a tool. You see what I'm saying? You need to <laughs> right, release that, so that, that creativity. This so I is, think it is – I think ahead. it's this, is that in the sense of you being the one to write it out for Jim, Jim's still going to be giving you the story. He has at least He's held you. He's giving me the prompts. He's giving me all the prompts. So He's giving me all the information. I, don't, I need to know and how – And I'm outputting it so that it looks the way he needs vague, it to look. I need to know how vague and how direct is it the prompts. Is the prompts – It's whatever you want it to be. You can be as vague as you want. So if and someone – And he can come to me and say, this is the story. It's very vague. Can you make it come to life and I can do it? Or he can say, this is every single thing I want to see and how it is. I just need you to put it in the right order. So is it something like I want a thriller that takes place yes. inside a casino? Sure, sure. He could do that. He could. This is the death of individuality. I, no, I, I would say I say something because with when the everybody starts plotting, becoming the same, not. stop trying to devil's it's advocate not. argue this. But Come I'm not on. devil's advocating arguing it. I'm being serious about this. I, I feel like people is... who are afraid of this shit. It's like, are you serious? I'm right not now? afraid. I'm of not it. afraid by it. But I just, I just don't. Hold on a second. I don't when see you say the it's the death of something, you're not afraid of that. Like, what is it that? Then, if it's the death of something, what do you care? For the record, I didn't say that. Why is the, where's the care coming from? You're afraid of something being lost. That's what it is. That's what you're afraid of. I don't mean I'm like afraid you're afraid of the like, beauty oh, in the world me. being lost because we're starting to go into this 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 digital quagmire of shit. Wrong. So I'm just gonna say I just wouldn't put it on the same caliber as. I'm not like, gonna say wrong because that's your that's the way you feel. I wouldn't treat it the same as if 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 I was treating a script that was AI prompted with yeah. vague terminology yeah. and no preset, and then you handed me a script that you and Jim slaved over, you you give me a twenty page treatment. I don't know. Sure. sure. If I had two in my hand, and I was yeah. like, wow, a comp- this was done through. No AI no no prompts? no. You're not allowed to know. You get one or the other. You enjoy one more than the other. If you enjoy the one from the AI prompts more than the other, and then you're told AI created that, that doesn't change the fact that you enjoyed a story, a story that was created. It just doesn't. I have to sit, I have to sit down and more and see how society reacts first. See, that's the thing. You decide you want to go with how society reacts. And, and if they say down with the robots, you're going to stand up there with your signs with down with the robots. I didn't say that. I have my opinions, and I know how I feel, and I don't like this. Which is fine. But I feel like the, uh, the, the reasoning behind that kind of argument is unfounded because we've That's seen fine. it through history and everything. What I am seeing a lot of are these artists that are upset that their stuff is being referenced. Mm-hmm. Yes. This very understandable. Okay. I mean, Every single one of those artists did not create their style of artwork from scratch. They were influenced by other artists. They used pieces of references from other artists to influence their style. Really true. I mean, Every single one of those artists. Johnny Townsend, you look at his old artwork compared to the, his later artwork, and it's two different styles. Why? Because he started to incorporate things he picked up that he said, you know what? I like that. I want to see what it looks like if I do it my way. Every artist in this world that creates anything is taking from the first person who ever did it ever, okay? But what they're doing as we go along, because there's more and more people doing these things that be inspired by other art, photographers, dancers, writers, musicians, every single one of them, painters, artists, they are constantly taking more from the fact that there's newer ones popping up all the time, right? But by we doing are that, now in 2020, so mm-hmm. all these artists are now referencing, like Reno Massad, one of my favorite artists, right? Like he's yeah. a dope fucking artist. Reno Massad has his style. You see it, you're like, that's Reno Massad, mm-hmm. right? Yep. But when you look deeply at it, if you're a comic book artist fan, 
you can start to see certain ways that he does cross hatching, certain ways that he does certain types of line work, certain things. He's picked these up from different artists that he admired growing up, right? And those artists pick their things up from other artists. So you could say that six degrees of separation, Reno Massad is influenced by 3,000 to 20,000 artists through history. And that, all of that information, all of that input, and the way it filtered to him as a human, right, took centuries to do for us to see the product. Mm-hmm. Now we take all that information and we've created a computer that doesn't take centuries to, to be influenced to create that information, right? Now we want to see it, then we use a computer to see it, right? Mm-hmm. You want to see it through Reno Massad? You go and you get his shit. I'll tell you right now, Anthony. You and I have gone to, to comic book com- conventions. Yes, we have. We've walked down aisles where you can see artists that put their original artwork. Looks great. Like, I've never seen this take or this version of, of how you do this. But we've also seen people where you're like, they literally did that. Just It's all computer computer stuff. Like, it's they it's downloaded rip- it on the it's internet. It's all riffed off of And all they did was print it as a print, and they went to sell it. Who am I buying the artwork from? You're buying it from... The original artist. Because at the end of the day, you're still going to want to interact with the artist and mm-hmm. talk to them and see what in, what did that to them. The invention of the typewriter did not take away the fact that we appreciate William Shakespeare's writing. And if he was around, that we would love to go and talk to him about it and buy the stuff from him. True. Yeah. The invention of AI and the way they can be used as tools is not going to take away from, from the person who comes up with a, a story. If I type in... generic prompts it's going to give you gibberish but if you go as in-depth as you can with this it's going to give you a more tighter story i take that and you go and you write a story we give that to somebody who doesn't know where they came from the guy picks the ai one it's not because that it's it's taken away from the humanity or it's just because this has all the information to create a better story than this person this person only has what's in their brain that they took out from the day they were born to the day they wrote this story, every piece of information that's ever entered their brain to influence that story, that's all they can put in there. Computers can hold more. So that's okay. why you're going to get that. And I get that this person's like, well, that means I'll never be able to write again. No, it doesn't. So let Because me ask people you are still going to like this story, the human side of it, the other thing you wrote. So wh- let me ask you this then. What point, uh, where do you draw the line with um, industries and companies um, using this sort of software and replacing the creative aspect within like marketing departments and things like that. There's going to be a lot of displaced artists because I of don't things believe like so. this. I don't believe so. You don't think the freelance? I don't think it'll be. be down? The, yes, of course you're going to see it, but I don't feel like it's going to be displaced like ever. Like all the artists are going to disappear because again, at the end of the day, it's it, it, there's still going to be pe- like why are there people on Etsy at all then? If if you can go to Walmart and buy pre-generated artwork. Why are there people that are that are successful? Human beings are successful creating their own little pieces of of furniture and artwork and these things on Etsy. Mm-hmm. If you can just go right to your Walmart, get something prefabricated at cheaper price. Okay, but the number of people who are doing artwork and selling artwork on Etsy is minuscule compared to the individuals who are doing this for full time jobs at companies that will completely undercut them to save money right. um, for a computer program instead of having to pay a person. But what, I, mean, I, I don't get what you're. Hold I on, think, I don't get what you're saying there. What do you? What? What? I'm asking you. Why are there people on Etsy? Like, if 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 the ease of something and mm-hmm. the access and the whatever the the mass production of something that is taken away from an individual artist, right? Mm-hmm. 
it's also cheaper to go to Walmart and get that stuff. Mm-hmm. Then why are there you would if you're saying that this is on the AI side of things, it's going to take away from it, which means artists won't exist anymore. Then how is that happening now? Because big box stores should mean that people shouldn't exist on Etsy at all right now. Well, it, here's the thing. This is going to be way more accessible to way more people and way more industries and way more everything than just how a department do you know? store how do you with know? a canvas. How, wait, how do you know it's going to be accessible to way more? Because if you study how technology changes and flows and gets uh-huh. dispersed to people, you can see how Netflix, perfect example of how they put Blockbuster out of business. Twice now, I just want to point out. No, that's fine. Um, okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, but uh, did that did that end the movie industry? Um, no. So no, okay. No, so but what it does people, is it hold just on. The people you in just Blockbuster, where are they? Where are they now? Are they just all on the streets? So when P, when Blockbusters closed down, all the people that worked at Blockbuster now live on the street and are homeless and don't have jobs. Yes. Do you see what I'm saying? <laughs> well, do you see I what think, I'm saying? So, no, hold like, on. Do you see what I'm saying? So yes, okay. Yes. So, I, so I what are you what saying? saying with this? But, like you're saying that, that if if we use AI to tell stories. Mm-hmm. you're not going to have a job in the future as a writer. Uh, there's a, a way more likelihood chance that it's not going to happen because nobody's going to hire that position. Why? Because nobody's going to hire a copywriter at a company to write their copy if they can just put input into a computer um, and pay somebody way less to do that. Okay. Okay. So we don't need that person who would be a writer, be a copywriter. Does that stop them from writing? No. Okay, cool. So then we don't need copywriters anymore. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. What's wrong with that? Okay, so then a novelist. But what's wrong with that? What's What's wrong with that is wait your... a novelist. Now you're talking about something completely different. Well, but that that's right. That's... You're talking about something that's that's a vanilla thing, copywriting, right? Typically, mm-hmm. I'm not going to say all the time because certain publications you need a little bit more to things when you do yeah, copywriting. Yeah, yeah. But general copywriting, that position will will go away, right? Just kind of like we mm-hmm. don't need people to go around and oil the lamps on the street anymore because we have electricity. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Who's who's standing out there fighting for that guy, saying how come we don't have oil lamp guys anymore? Okay, but what about but, the uh, but the so, oil and the coal industries right now fighting against electricity, right? Electric cars, right? And and, and green, uh, right, energies. right. So so those industries go away, mm-hmm. right? People who worked in those industries, where are they going? Um, they go into the electric industry because that's where the void is filled. Right, because I, there I, I isn't just... already a pre-built void. For, so in this idea, so this mm-hmm. is this is something that's huge. But you're talking about the creative side. So as a yes. writer, a creative writer, mm-hmm. you're saying that novelists no longer are going to exist. That's where I say you're wrong. Because I, there uh, are always going to be people who want that. Just like Walmart exists, Target exists, that means the low man on the pole, the person who does their own arts and crafts to sell, they're never going to exist again. Not true. They still no, do. There are people that are still going to buy yes. exclusively from yes. Etsy. Yes, but yes. it's not going to be a big enough individual uh, you population. Can't say that. You, don't that. That. you don't know because that. You don't know that. Because the population that's buying that material now is buying it because that's what's there. If, 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 uh, uh, novelists, if they change and they take it to things like this and they start pumping out books with this type Who's of they, AI, Who's the they? publishing companies, right? Yes. Okay. So, if so they start- here's the thing: when you when AI comes out, you start reading, or a book comes out, you start reading it. Mm-hmm. You love the book. What's the first thing you do about it? I look into the author. Thank you. So when you find out this is AI, now it's your choice. Do I decide to continue to read this because this program, whatever it is, or whoever's prompting it too. Or will they pen name it? Yeah, you're looking at the co-author as well, right? You have to have somebody that prompts it. This thing doesn't just generate something like it does. You don't turn it on and it goes, oh, hey, I want to tell you a story today. It doesn't do that. You have to prompt it. So 
it's going to give the co-author as a prompt, the prompter, right? The prompter's the co-author. So when you read about this, you're either going to decide, I like it, and so do I want to see more from this prompter because he's got great ideas that push out these stories? Or are you just going to say, not into this, I prefer human writers. And then you just go to the human writer because they still exist. I mean, there is such a thing as as an idea man, right? Yes. That, that is, a, that, I mean, this is essentially it's the there. You are the idea man, and right now, right now, okay. But this is going to get to a point where there's going to be all kinds of other algorithms that can read what is being sold, what's popular. The algorithms are going to read that, put this material in, and generate itself. Okay, and you're again, not going to have to have a human element even inputting decide, anything but in it. You still decide if you want to read. Yeah, that or the not, reader right? will still. So if you if, being if as a consumer, you're informed that what you're reading is not by a human; it's by an AI. And if um, if you're not, you know what I mean. Jim fears the future, dude. I I he fears the future. You are not. You're you're all about let's stay here. Like if no, if, if no, this was I'm Victorian England, here. he'd be like, "We I'm need to fight for the oil lamp, guys, dude." <laughs> I'm all about <laughs> utilizing technology and developing technology, yeah. but doing it in a smart yeah. way okay. and for smart purposes. I just don't, I don't feel like this is a, so a good you, thing. So you are against deforestation? Yes. So you're, you would prefer to see an industry of people who have jobs. You don't want to see that position oh, exist you, anymore. You walk into it. You, you, so you, you mean back like yourself sh- into this logging, corner. Yeah. Logging. You don't um, want to see that position. You don't want to see it exist anymore because you don't think it's right. Not true. Uh, sustainable. Sustainable. Um, logging. So AI. Are there going to be cuts? Hold on. Absolutely Stay, okay. Is absolutely okay. Here's the thing, though. I, I <laughs> Here's know, the thing, though. I know, I know how humanity How humanity is. is. And we pervert everything. And we pervert sustainable logging. We pervert everything. Look right. at the internet. That was a fucking great invention. Yeah. And now what do we use it for? Cat videos and pornography. It is what it is. Like I said, you pervert it. We pervert it. Or you use it the way you choose to use it. I'm not going to say it's not going to... Certain people wouldn't pervert it, but not everybody watches cat videos. Not everybody watches pornography on the internet. Well, then I'm I'm lost Using it that's wrong. all I use it but for. But you see what I'm saying? <laughs> I just feel like the, I see what people say. But the reason I see it and I understand it is because I'm a student of history. I love history. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And this is a cycle. This is something we've seen through the, through culture, in all in in the modern modern age culture, right? Like so, the the more modernized countries, these cultures that we've seen, um, it's a cycle that you see all the time. Every time there's progress in anything that's technology related or anything that could advance the human civilization in a certain direction. If you don't know what it is, people are always fearful of it. You will always be afraid of something you don't understand and can't figure out. And if you can't immediately, and it's a, this is just a base thing because we're we're you know we're we're animals. At the end of the day, we're animals, right? And so a base instinct is if we don't know and can't our brains can't figure out and understand something as a whole, that means we can't figure out that it's not harmful which means we need to be on on alert. And that's why it's natural to be kind of like, ugh, right? Artists, I get where they're coming from. But I can't support like the idea that these people are like, Shut it oh, down. this thing is stealing from my... It, it's, it's accessing my artwork to use as a reference. Well, that's what you do. What are you talking about? That doesn't make any sense. 
at the end of the day, we know that the person. So what you want to be fearful of is the artists that are using that saying they're not and coming out saying I created this. That's who you need to be fearful of because now they're using that and trying to take complete like it was all me. It was all and now you're stealing saying you know you're saying you did all this. I see where they're coming from. I totally do. I support artists. I will always support their artwork. Mm-hmm. You, you guys have seen me yep. spend some pretty money on I, original mm-hmm. art because I'm a fan of original artists' artwork and supporting the artist that does it. Do I like this AI shit? Fuck yeah. It's awesome. You do? I, it's, I it's awesome. And I think it's fine. great. And that's fine because that's your opinion, but I'm not a fan. I did the, the Lenza one with my I, face, and it did all these crazy yeah, portraits of me. Yeah, you showed me. I saw them, yeah. And they're pretty dope. Some of them are crazy. Some of them, I'm just like, damn, this is a really all cool right. thing. You See, know? but I was now, curious, here's I'm the thing. Very... Like, I have a hard time with DJs, yeah. and I have a hard time with electronic music because, to me, anybody who's sp- not tone deaf and knows how to use a computer can do it. All right, time Jim, out. Time out. Hold beef? on. I just want to say this right now. Uh, this is going to be the last of our, our – this is a long conversation, so <laughs> we're going to be skipping our, our, our main topic for the day. This is the main topic for All the right. day. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, commercial break, and we're going to come back to your next prompt here, AI and electronic music. Monsters do have their place in the zoo, in your nightmares, in the deep, in your favorite horror movies. But not in your living room, on your TV. Don't let pay TV be the monster in your living room. Pay TV and cable TV companies are seeking the right to charge you for the very programs you now get free. If you want to stop pay TV and save free television, sign the petition in the lobby of this theater. Let your lawmakers know how you feel in the fight against pay TV and cable TV. Looking for a great lunch at a great price? Well, York has lots of them. At York Steakhouse, we serve the best in food and quality. At York Steakhouse, we've got delicious honey-glazed roast chicken, a variety of specialty chef salads, delicate baked filet of fish, and tender, juicy luncheon steaks. You'll get a lot more food for a lot less than thought the price would be. Come to York and get a lot more lunch for a lot less money. When winter hits Buffalo, a lot of people get hit with bad colds, but they've found fast relief with Alka-Seltzer Plus cold medicine. When I get a cold, I feel achy, stuffed up. This part of your, your, you know, your nose and your, your sinuses, my headache, you know, the body aches. Alka-Seltzer Plus is a remarkable product. And you feel better. You just feel better. I just wouldn't use anything else. Try Alka-Seltzer Plus cold medicine for fast relief. You want fast relief? Take Alka-Seltzer Plus. All right, we're back. Uh, okay, so let's get back to what you were just saying. So yes. I take I, t- I do take offense to that as well. Okay, and that's fine. So you said that when it comes to electronic music, anyone that creates that, any, as long as you ha- you're not tone deaf, anyone can do it. Is it, it's a Yes. I, 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 and don't can get you? me wrong. Can I do it if I learn how to use the program? Yes. No, 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 no. It's not even learning. I just say, here's a keyboard, right? Mm-hmm. Here's how you put the put the music and the beat together and just do it from scratch. Do it from scratch? Yes. I, I have confidence that I can, maybe not like to the level of like Steve Aoki. Why? Um, because there's a certain level of mastery that comes with the... the Hold on a second. You said on. anyone can do it if they're not tone deaf. Hang you on. said not tone deaf. Have you to... ever been on the receiving end of, of, of Chris live mixing beats for you? No. Because I have. 
okay. and it's impressive. And, and I'm not saying it's not impressive yeah. the way you can weave these things together. Yeah, yeah. But it's not, to me, it's, it's, it's just not like, like sitting with a string quartet. It, it's just, it's different that to me in make my any mind. Sense. It's just, it's it, two it's, different it's styles not, of music. It's still music. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. It's still music. Impress me like regular music, like oh, a different style. When's of music the last time you did MDMA? I've never done MDMA. You know what? When you do, you're going to love electronic music. Okay. You will learn the 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 appreciation. Your brain and the way you're talking was me before MDMA. And no see, and lie. Here's the thing. I no love lie. electronic music. I, I love electronic no music. Lie, I love friends. synth wave. No same lie. Thing. I was literally like, anyone could do this. Like I'm a musician, so mm-hmm. I hear that I'm like, ah, oh, fucking anyone can do it. This is nonsense. I, it's, some of it's all right, but to me, it's like all repetitive. There's nothing else to it. I'm like, this is nonsense. After a certain uh, mind experience. state and experience, I was I had an appreciation of the actual creation of something like that. Okay, okay. And it's like saying, take away the string quartet, right? Put all the people out there. Take all their instruments away. Okay. Let them create the music. Say that again. Okay, so what is it that you like about the string quartet? Um, the way you're able to it, it it's because when I look at it at electronic music like that, it's yeah. a lot of preloaded things that are in a computer, and I drop. Oh, okay, this sounds good. What if I add this? Okay, okay. Before so, you before quick, you move forward, also, you know I mean? before you Composer. move forward, hold on. Before you move forward, okay. All this stuff is added into a computer, right? Yes. So the computer is what houses all the instrumentation, the sounds. Yes. All right. At a string quartet, what houses them are the chairs. Yes. So there's computer, there's chairs. Mm-hmm. So now you want to play electronic music, you got to input all this electronic music, right? Mm-hmm. So over where those chairs are, you got to put people in them mm-hmm. with their different instruments, each of the instruments you need to put that, that string quartet together, yes. right? Yep. Now- you want to be able to make music electronically. You got to do whatever you need to do and utilize this piece of machinery mm-hmm. to do it, right? So as the conductor or the composer, the person writing the music down on the sheets, you're putting that information and you're using this as your tool, right? Yes. Okay. So when you want to make music with the, that string quartet, you have to write down how it goes, right? You have mm-hmm. to write that. Yeah, yeah, okay? yeah, yeah. So you putting that on the paper, is this person putting that information or utilizing this tool, you're utilizing those people as a tool when you're the musician. I, yes, and I understand that. So and I get that. do me a favor. Yes. Create the music without the people and instruments. Well, you can't. Thank you. So, so not anybody can do that, right? Not anybody can do that. Not anybody can take this this computer or this this keyboard or whatever it is you're using and just create it, even if you are not tone deaf. Not See, anybody can do it. There's talent. There's skill. There's a lot of musicianship. Oh, I'm not that arguing comes that, there. but I'm just saying it's 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 just again, you're removing a major piece for me as a consumer, and that's the How? human element. They're the human doing it. The human is doing it. Yes, I know, but there's there's a uh, there's a creation aspect with. What it's plucking to the string? Hold on, plucking the string is that it or no? Your soul coming through on the instrument. That's what so, this is. So this is about, the instrument. What about Jay, who does everything that Chris is saying about about grabbing beats and dragging and dropping and copying mm-hmm. and pasting? And then he goes, "Oh, I also need to add in a couple of keyboard effects," and then clicks a couple of keyboard effects to to create the, the little melody himself. That now he's currently in it. hitting on do 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 do. But or again, I've seen Chris also then go, "Wait, I need snares going pop 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 pop," and I've seen you go copy and paste, copy and paste, copy and paste, and you've written. Drums only because I didn't have a drum pad with me, or else you just sit there and pad it yourself. See, but again, that's that's not like to me. 
that's just dragging and dropping. That's not. The, I'm not playing an instrument. I'm not adding anything physical to it. The computer is the instrument. instrument. The moving of the clicks is the plucking See, of the strings. See, and maybe that's where I'm disconnected. Is you're considering the computer as it's an legit. instrument? I don't. It's see doing that. this. I'm Look, a, you're doing this. Like it doesn't do it for me. I'm putting it down. Yes, and I get when that. I click. I'm plucking a string on a guitar. Yeah. Okay. How about this? That's you, what's happening. You, would you consider the drums an instrument? Yes. Would you consider the electric drums an instrument? Uh, yes. Okay. So same thing. So hitting a pad. So to when a I have beat. a yeah a drum pad here and I'm putting the beat. So down, a drum I'm pad would be that. similar, right? A drum pad. Drum pad with little squares that he's hitting a beat. That's similar yes, to sitting I on will, a computer will, and hitting yes. a space pad, hitting N and S T W in the in the drum pad order, right? Okay. But it's way easier for someone to sit here at a computer than do that. Would you say it's somebody sitting at a drum kit and doing it? It's it's a lot easier for someone to sit on a drum. Why do you say it's easier? I wouldn't say it's easier. You try playing drums. I can play drums a lot easier than trying to play drums on a on a computer. And I can't know, man. I just that's just how I feel. It's the fear. It's Neil. It's Neil It's not fear of the future. That's the name of this episode. Fear of the future. Fear of the future. It's okay, brother. We're going to bring you around. We're going to bring okay. you around to the AI side. Okay. But on my side to this discussion, I have seen these headlines. I've seen the, the yes. whole fight against the AI art thing, and, and a lot of artists are, pr- are putting this, this uh, profile picture up with stuff. a big AI yeah, yeah. and the, the red circle thing slash. I support them and what they feel. I don't support them in terms of the feeling the same way. I don't. You okay. know, because Fair they enough. do have they do have the right to feel this way, hundred yeah. percent. Because you know, when Michelangelo, Donatello, Leonardo, when they were fighting Shredder, no, when they were <laughs> painting back in the day, when they were sculpting, they were basing the way they did things on masters before them, yeah, right? Mm-hmm. And their teachers taught them skill, right? Michelangelo yeah. didn't wasn't you know three years didn't old paint painting the Sistine, no, yeah, he didn't do that in the first day, but right, but he had to input information into his brain as he grew, as he continued to do his thing, so that when he was laying on his back and painting the chapel. The way he you know does the muscle tone here, or the way he does shading here, or the way he has the flow of garments here, he picked up from his masters, the ones that taught him, and that's what we see here. The thing is, is without that, you can't be what's here. And so, like I guess as the AI, if you're going to put that information in, you just got to straight up say you use this as your tool. This was your tool to create, but we have to be able to look at the end product and say, oh, fuck it. This is not, not look at it and be like, this is a computer. You look at it and go, shit, this came from your brain. Like, this is what you thought of. Wow. This is what I'm lost in. I'm lost in the context of what it is, not the tool you used. When I go to the Sistine Chapel, I don't go, oh, Jesus Christ, he used like the fucking worst paints, bro. This is like C-level paint. I'm looking at what he put up there, the imagination and where it came from. That's just how I look at it. I, I think my... Again, that's my thought. I'm not saying my, anybody else is wrong. That's my, the way yeah. I see it. My overall Except take is that if, you're, if you're we're coming to a film or, <laughs> film or a story, it would be... I would hope that it would take more than just very vague prompts as casino heist where someone no, dies. I wouldn't hope. I, I, wouldn't I would, hope. I, I'm hoping that. It, I think you just have to know. Like, yeah. Again, they say that this is AI. You look at it, you're like, ah, and this was the prompts. I'm like, yeah, that's kind of base, but whatever. Anyway, yeah, that's my thought, dude. This was a long, drawn out. Sometimes we might have that. We might have Which headlines that are like, that's what our conversation became. And was, this, yeah. That wasn't the plan. This week we were supposed to talk about bucket lists. So we're coming back next week for, with bucket lists. Mm-hmm. Um, that'll and, be fun. And, and casting. The casting. And casting. 
yeah. casting and bucket list. Oh my God. That's going to be a By good casting. time. <laughs> um. So uh, this week that was fun. Let's was uh, fun. let's let's do what we always do. Let's end the show talking about what we learned. Mm. What we learned. This was okay. an intense conversation today, so I think we learned a lot. Yep. Yes. We talked about drugs and alcohol, so we I did. think we really learned a lot we today. Really Anthony, what'd you learn today? I learned that in the post-apocalyptic future, when AI is taken over, <laughs> that I want Jim on my to lead fight squad because he'll fight. He'll shoot AI and not ruthlessly. Care. Ruthlessly, oh, I don't fuck. Arnold Schwarzenegger be like, "I'm here to help," and he'd be like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> it's gonna be like, it'd be like fucking Blade Runner, dude. <laughs> Putting him down. It's amazing. Um, oh, what did I learn this week? Yeah. Um, I learned I'm not allowed to have an opinion if I don't agree with you two. <laughs> No, it's actually, uh, what I learned is that uh, it's good to have debate. It's good to have yes, conversations yes. about these things. And at the end of the day, no, I'm not trying to say you're not thinking right. Your, your way of thinking is not right. Oh, no, I know that. So what I, when I get like really like debating and passionate about these kinds of conversations, it's more along the lines of seeing it a certain way and being like, can you see it this way? Because this is how I'm seeing it. And, so, and, and, you know and what I, I'm saying? I can yeah. always, because that's the thing. Like, and, and I try to play devil's advocate right. a lot, too. Um, and I can see it from that angle. But yeah. me personally, as a Same. human being, as an individual, this is how I see it, and this mm-hmm. is how I'm going. And with I it. totally get yep. that. You I know? totally get it, dude. And that's know? how I and I t- and I can appreciate yeah. that as well. Uh, and I'm not trying to take, like I said, I'm not trying to take anything away from anybody. Like, there's a lot of skill with electronic music. Don't get me wrong. I understand that. It's just not as impressive to me as like a you, band on a stage. You just didn't know you had but, a personal chord with Chris. Oh no, no, it's okay. It's I. I thought you know I've been thinking a lot about this subject. Uh, in the past couple of weeks because I've seen a lot of this There's going on. There's been a down. lot going around. And so I've had a lot of time to really think about what I thought, right? As an mm-hmm. artist myself, what do I think about this? And, you know, basically what you said, heard me say a lot of today is my thoughts and my perspective, just like you have yours, mm-hmm. yeah, right? Yeah. And I completely respect it and, and the fact that you're wrong, but... Um, and that's fine. No, <laughs> no, seriously, like, there's no wrong or right <laughs> here. There really no, is not, right? If this is not a black or white. This is just life, and this is how we evolve as humans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but see, I'm glad we're able to sit here and have conversations oh, yeah. like this where we have differing viewpoints, because a lot of people, it doesn't matter what the topic is, you just can't talk to people. Oh, exactly. yeah, I'll tell you right now, there's militants you know I mean? out there that are like, stop fighting following me if you support this AI stuff and I'm like or, no. or anything you're anything. literally telling me that AI is bad because it's going to take your job away but then you're going to tell me to not support you that's crazy like yeah. you're telling me to stop like that's it's a little much right and that's the problem uh, that goes all the way back to our other conversation with uh, earlier with Aaron about like the internet and how interaction on the internet and with people on the internet that way is a different world than it is when you can actually talk to people right and <laughs> yeah and hear their side of it and see what they're thinking uh, and realizing that um They're just afraid of the future. We'll see you guys next week. I'm Chris. I'm Anthony. And I'm Jim. This has been Hardly Awesome. Hardly Awesome.